It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is January 30th, 2018. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network. Joining me today, as always, my co-host, Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary, and as always, it's great to be with you. I appreciate that, Bill, and uh, I hope I, I see the weather is, uh, you know, as far as your weather compared to last year, uh, you were getting it hit pretty hard last year. This this it's a little bit easier on you this year, correct? It's winter, Gary, and we're <laughs> always out to exchanging our weather for your weather. All right. <laughs> you always want to do that. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, uh, Bill always pulls out some pretty good news articles. And, Bill, w- tell us a little bit more about these uh, federal ID cards uh, that are going to be available, that are now available. Well, uh, Gary, as you know, this is a, a, a uh, start again after starting and stopping the uh, Veterans Identification Card Act, which came about and was passed by the House and the Senate uh, in 2015. Uh, since there was a tremendous request for these uh, ID cards earlier, uh, the, uh, the, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs kind of backed off and uh, to get their systems a little bit better prepared for the delivery. So now... Uh, as of, I think, right now, these cards are available, and we urge our men and women who've served to apply uh, with the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs for the uh, new uh, ID card. And this, Gary, as you know, it is for all honorably discharged veterans who have served uh, the, the, the country. That's right. That's right. That's great. That's great. It's about time, huh? Well, yes, it is. Uh, you know, we 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 sort of put things off, or things come into play to to create slowdowns in uh, being able to serve our veterans uh, when they need to be served, and we hope this will will work out. Yes, definitely. Now, you also have another article here as far as uh, compensation rates. So, what's the VA doing with compensation rates now? Well, well, uh, uh, actually, uh, the the area that we're, we're talking about here is with the uh, the new GI Bill, which is called the Forever GI Bill. And Gary, you know, with our guest today, we're probably going to have. Uh, some uh, uh, in-depth discussion about this. Uh, You know, today there are more than 21 million former uh, service members in the United States. About half of them use the GI Bill to pay for higher education. So these benefits have been updated now as opposed to the way things have been in the past. Instead of a 15-year time limit, this new bill will allow veterans access money for college 
throughout their lives. And as long, it's forever, whenever they decide to, uh, to go ahead and use it. So I think that's going to open this up and hopefully attract more of our men and women who've served the country uh, to leave the battlefield and come to the classroom, hone their skills in other areas, and, uh, and be very productive citizens. But uh, as we probably will hear today, that there's a caveat to that. We want our men and women to choose wisely so they don't get duped when they try to accept access these benefits for success. Um, sounds like they're following the post office with, um, you know, the forever stamp. It takes forever to get there if you use it. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, we have a really good guest today. And Bill, you have the honor of introducing our guest. And Gary, indeed, it is an honor to introduce Bob Norton, who is a Vietnam veteran and a retired U.S. Army colonel. Presently, Bob is the senior advisor to the Veterans Education Success, a nonprofit that helps student veterans who have been defrauded while using their post-9-11 GI Bill benefits. Veterans Education Access also works to improve the efficiency and effectiveness of the new GI Bill and expand protections for student veterans. Now, after military service, Bob served 20 years in the Military Officers Association of America Government Relations Department. In that role, Bob specialized in veterans' benefits and health care and National Guard and Reserve benefits. Bob spent many years advocating for a bigger, better GI Bill for our nation's veterans. Bob advised his former Pentagon boss, former Virginia Senator Jim Webb, to fine-tune uh, his historic legislation, the post-9-11 GI Bill, which became law in 2008. Now called the Forever GI Bill, today's GI Bill is the most generous education package for our nation's veterans since the original World War II GI Bill. And Gary, as you know, that bill really created uh, the foundation for what we know, we've known of those men and women who serve the greatest generation. So, yes. Bob Norton... Welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, sir. Thank you very much, Bill and Gary. It's a pleasure and an honor to be with you this morning. Well, thank you, Bill and uh, Bob. And uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the VSP, the VES organization, and and tell us a lot about it because I think I was one of these guys that uh, something happened to, and we'll explain that as we go along. Sure. Um, it would be my pleasure. So Veterans Education Success, which is a, the group that I work with, is a nonprofit organization. Uh, we were founded five years ago, and we basically have four lines of action, four missions. Our first mission is we provide free help to veterans. So free legal services, advice, 
college and career counseling to veterans, active duty service members, their survivors and families. For those who were faced with fraud, who were bilked out of their hard-earned GI Bill benefits. Our second mission is policy and advocacy. We work with the Department of Veterans Affairs, the Department of Education, and Congress to improve quality in higher education and protect, protect, it's very important to protect the integrity of the new GI Bill and other student aid. Our fourth mission is research. Uh, we do nonpartisan research on issues of interest to student veterans and in things like, you know, what are the outcomes from the GI Bill? What are the job rates, et cetera? What is the success? And how many student veterans have debt uh, from their experience in college? And then our last mission is uh, we have the backs of whistleblowers. We provide free assistance to college whistleblowers who are exposing fraud, and we provide free assistance to federal and state law enforcement to stop college consumer fraud. So those are the, the big four missions that we work on. We have a website, and I encourage everyone who is interested in this topic to go on our website. It's one long word, veteranseducationsuccess.org. And there you can find out all about our team, our mission, how to get help if you need it, if you're a student veteran, and you can find research reports and all kinds of important background services and information to help you on your journey of using the GI Bill. All right. Now, Bob, how does, how does a veteran get help? I know we can go to the website, but how can we actually get help uh, through the Veterans Education Success System? Yeah, that's a, that is really a, a great question, Gary. We have uh, two young guys, both are veterans who are on our team, and they stand ready to help and assist any student veterans. Uh, the first gentleman I'll mention, who's actually our guy out in the field, he's the boots on the ground guy, is Tyson Manker, M-A-N-K-E-R. Tyson is a Marine combat veteran. He served in Iraq. Uh, after his military service, he completed college and law school. And uh, he is the guy who is our point man working with student veterans. Our other uh, key player is a former Army JAG. His name is Sean Marvin. Uh, Sean had about six years active duty as a JAG, and he continues to serve in the reserves. And both of these gentlemen are available to um, communicate with and discuss particular challenges or problems for any student veterans that have been defrauded in trying to use their GI Bill. And so the best way to reach them is through uh, email. And so Tyson's email is Tyson, that's T-Y-S-O-N, at 
veteranseducationsuccess.org. And Sean Marvin is simply Sean, S-E-A-N, at veteranseducationsuccess.org. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Bob Norton, with Veterans Education Success. And, uh, Bill, you had a question? Yes. Uh, so, Bob, uh, the post-9-11 uh, uh, GI Bill, uh, as we know, came about in uh, 2008, and it's, uh, it's one of those uh, very comprehensive programs. Give our listening audience uh, some of the important things uh, that, that we should know about post-9-11. Sure. Thanks, Bill. Well, first... And as I always like to say, this GI Bill is the most generous GI Bill since the great World War II GI Bill. In some ways, it's actually better than the World War II GI Bill. So, 
for a student veteran, a young man or woman who has come out of service since September 11th, 911, that's the eligibility date, a student who goes to a public college will have all, all of their tuition and fees paid if they go to a in-state public college or university. We always like to encourage veterans to think about maybe if they're not sure, start out at a community college. Many community colleges have arrangements with their state university. So for example, if you go to the local community college uh, in Maryland where I live, Montgomery Community College, if you complete that program, you can then move up to the uh, state university to the University of Maryland in College Park and finish your program. If you go to a private school as a veteran, the VA, the government, will pay up to $22,805 for each academic year at a private or a foreign school. And then there is a really wonderful program where it's called the Yellow Ribbon Program. So if a school actually costs more than what the VA will pay, then a school, a college or university, can voluntarily arrange with the VA to pay some portion of the difference between what the VA will pay and what the school actually costs. Let me give you a quick example. Let's say the school costs $30,000 a year and the VA is only paying $22,000 and change, as I mentioned. Well, if the school were to agree with the VA, look, we'll cover, uh, let's say, roughly there's $8,000 left, we'll cover $4,000 of that difference. Then the VA is actually on the hook to pay the other $4,000, and now the student will have all of his or her tuition and fees paid for under that for that $30,000 a year program. So this is a wonderful GI Bill. It also uh, pays a housing allowance based upon an active duty sergeant or E-5's um, housing allowance if that sergeant had a family. So it's called the E-5 with dependence rate, and it's based upon the location of the school. So, for example, if you go to school in San Francisco, which is very expensive, your housing allowance will be based upon what a Sergeant E-5 with dependents would be paid to live in San Francisco. There is also a book stipend. Uh, it's a monthly stipend and, excuse me, an annual stipend of $1,000 to help defray the cost of books. So you put this all together uh, and you have the most generous GI Bill since World War II. And by the way, this is very important. Many veterans sometimes think, well, I'm, I'm not interested in college. I, I really would like to get a technical career. I'd like to become a firefighter or a cop. I'd like to become a, a long-haul driver. I'd like to work in computers. I really don't want to go to college. Well, the GI Bill also pays for OJT 
and apprenticeship and training. And so, for example, over the first six months of an apprenticeship and an OJT program, the VA will pay 100% of your costs over that first six months. Uh, so this is uh, really a, a great program. Uh, they, the total is up to $22,800 during the year for non-degree training, and then the housing is a sliding scale of over a two-plus year period, so you get maximum housing allowance the first six months, and then it gradually decreases as you move toward getting that certification or that license or you complete that OJT and apprenticeship. So it really is a tremendous program for those veterans who want to get into a job that requires a license or training or OJT. In other words, bottom line, you don't have to go to college to use the GI Bill. It's very important to look at all of your options and see what you want to do, and then from there you can apply for your GI Bill benefits and move forward with your career plans. And, Bob, you know, that's a great synopsis as you've given of the uh, the program. And, and from my knowledge and having just a little connection with this, I know at all of these uh, uh, public colleges and universities there's a certified uh, VA educational rep there to assist them with the uh, veterans with those kinds of things that you're talking about. Because, you know, what you just uh, uh, provide us with in a capsule this is a tremendous amount to, of information to uh, uh, digest and put things in the right place, and especially returning from, from the battlefield to a classroom to, to get involved in this. So that certified uh, VA educational rep there is there, and along maybe with other staff at the, the, the local institution to help them so they make the good choices as they access this program. You know, that's, that's a great point, Bill. Um, the school certifying officials really do a great job and uh, help our student veterans to uh, start their journey. I'd also point out that there are well over a thousand Student Veterans of America chapters on college campuses around the country. These are wonderful ways where our veterans, when they're starting their college journey, can um, meet fellow veterans, people who have had similar experience. As you know, our veterans are non-traditional students. They're not starting college at age 18. Often they're 22, 25, 30, 35 years of age. So often when they start school, they don't really, in many cases, feel quite at home. And these Student Veterans of America chapters give them a great opportunity to meet fellow veterans, to talk about common experiences they've had on active duty, to uh, share information and insight, uh, and also, believe it or not, to advocate for themselves and for what they want from college and university officials. 
Uh, and that's a very important aspect of what they want, uh, what they can obtain by working through the Student Veterans of America chapters. So uh, uh, there is an, a website for them as well, Student Veterans of America, and you can find where these chapters are located. There is also, I would mention, Bill, a what's called a college comparison tool. It's on the VA's website. You just click on education when you get on the VA website and click and plug in education in the search engine, and you can look for what's called the GI Bill comparison tool. And there, you can compare the costs of various schools, what the tuition runs, the fees, very, whether they have a yellow ribbon matching program, and all other kinds of important information. In other words, do your homework before you pick a school. Um, from our perspective, there, in most cases, almost all cases, there is no need to take out a, a loan to go to college. It, again, if you go to a public college or university, the cost of your attendance is free. So don't get suckered into a school where, sadly, some of our veterans have been bilked into signing onto loans that they really don't need or want, and in some cases, never authorized. We are working, for example, with a young Army veteran whose name is Travis. He was bilked out of his GI Bill benefits at ITT Tech, one of the schools that was shut down by the federal government last year. And we're helping him to apply for relief to both the VA and also to the education department and to help him to pursue his legal options. So if, if you are a veteran out there and you went to a school that was closed by the government um, or whose programs were disapproved, like Corinthian College or ITT, let us know. We can help. That is All tremendous right. information, uh, Bob. And uh, I think we can have a, a follow-up with this after... Gary gives us our break here for the uh, at this point. Oh, definitely, definitely. And again, well, that's right. We're going to go ahead and take a break. Don't forget to visit the American Heroes Network archive library of shows. We have created a veterans resource that is truly making a difference through our weekly live shows. All our shows are archived on demand for easy access to resources and events anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. You're listening to the American Heroes Network radio, powered by Voice America and the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Bob Norton, with Veterans Education Success. And, Bill, I know before we went on break, you were just about ready to ask another question. Well, yes, uh, Gary, and, and uh, just to lay a little groundwork with this, Bob, as you know, that our national government has made a tremendous investment in all of us who have served in preparing us uh, to serve this country uh, well. And when we leave and return to civilian life, I mean, uh, I, you know, those kinds of trainings that we receive, we it, it's sort of like a stair step. We're building blocks uh, to get into uh, into other things that may meet our interests. And a lot of times, you know, when we come back, we're not the same individuals uh, that we were when we uh, when we we joined the military, and we're susceptible for all kinds of of uh, being misled in, 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 in bad directions. So. And I know that there's some history to this as to how our men and women have been taken into negative areas. There's been some Senate reports, government data, uh, the 90-10 rule, and maybe even you providing us with some tips and information uh, that uh, further, I mean, just basic stuff that can be assistance to our men and women as they seek an educational path in improving, if we're improving their lifestyles. Yeah, absolutely, Bill. Uh, that's so true. And, you know, you said earlier in referring to the World War II GI Bill that that great program 
basically created the American middle class as we know it today. And what we want from the new GI Bill is that same platform of opportunity so that men and women who are serving their country under very stressful circumstances can come back and take advantage of this new program. About five years ago, six years ago now, the Senate Health Committee, that's the Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee, conducted an extensive two-year investigation into for-profit colleges. And in a report, the Senate Health Committee uncovered a scam. And that scam was that a number of predatory for-profit colleges were targeting veterans and service members with aggressive, deceptive, and even sometimes fraudulent recruiting in order to get access to the GI Bill and for members, service members on active duty, tuition assistance, which is the active duty program for our service men and women. Men and women were coming home from Iraq and Afghanistan, and they were getting duped into signing up for low-quality schools where graduates often can't get the jobs they were promised. They were losing their one shot at the GI Bill and the skills they needed in order to enter the civilian workforce and provide a better life for themselves and their families. And so this report detailed that some, not all, there are some good um, proprietary schools out there, but there are also some bad ones. I mentioned two that were shut down by the government. The problem is, is that often some of these schools spend more money on recruiting than they actually do on education. Um, and so this becomes a real problem uh, in terms of what they're offering in terms of the uh, outcomes that we want our veterans to achieve. Um, frankly, our taxpayers should be concerned. Nearly half of the nation's loan defaults uh, come from just a handful of for-profit colleges. Even though they only serve 13% of all the students in America, and, and more than half of their students dropped out within a median of four months. By contrast, state universities serving the most veterans have low dropout rates, and they are a small fraction of the dropout rates of for-profit schools. So the bottom line is that, uh, and I, I like to quote uh, um, Ms. Petraeus, Holly Petraeus, who was the Director of Service Member Affairs at the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the CFPB. She testified before House and Senate committees that veterans were, for some for-profit colleges, being uh, they were seen as dollar signs on the backs of veterans by these schools, dollar signs on the backs of veterans. And uh, Bill, as you noted, all of us who have served have earned through blood, sweat, and tears this tremendous GI Bill, 
and it is absolutely wrong that anyone should take advantage of it uh, for the interest only of profit. And so that's the reason why veterans education success exists. We are proud of the work we do, and we look forward to serving and helping more veterans along the way. Well, Bob, that is tremendous. And, you know, there is so many areas here. I mean, I, I've i got more pages of notes here that, that things that I'd like to talk uh, and and, uh, and engage you with. But uh, I, this, this one, I think, of all uh, is important. You know, our, our men and women who serve this country, uh, uh, many ended up uh, giving, the, uh, the, making the ultimate uh, uh, a sacrifice uh, on active duty and then becoming fallen heroes. Now, I believe from what I've seen here that there are uh, access avenues for spouses and dependents of our fallen heroes to access these same benefits under this bill. And if that is the case, please uh, enlighten our, our listening audience on that also. That's a wonderful question, Bill, and it's actually something that's uh, very personally uh, important to me because I had the privilege and the opportunity uh, of working on one aspect of what we call the Survivor and Dependence GI Bill. Uh, Congress, about a couple of years after the passage of the new GI Bill in June of 2008, opened up that GI Bill, most of it, to the surviving spouses and the children uh, of the fallen. Uh, and it's called the Gunnery Sergeant John D. Fry Scholarship Program. And this allows our surviving spouses, those who gave their all through the death of their spouse in military service, it allows them to attend college or go to a training program and get the same benefits that veterans can get. And in fact, uh, and we can talk about this maybe in the next segment, there is a recent change that allows the surviving spouses now to have access to the yellow ribbon matching benefits from colleges and universities that agree to um, match any difference in the cost when a surviving spouse attends, say, a private college or university. So it is a, a wonderful program, and there's another change that, uh, that we can talk about uh, also in a minute. In fact, uh, perhaps if it, uh, we could begin uh, that discussion right now, last summer, Congress passed a bill. It's called the Harry W. Colmery Educational Benefits Act, named after the great American who was with the American Legion, who crafted the concept for the original World War II GI Bill on the back of a cocktail napkin in a hotel in Washington, D.C. So the changes that were passed by Congress last summer are named after him. But a lot of people now refer to this bill as the forever GI Bill. As you pointed out in the beginning, Gary, 
uh, now for the first time in its 70-plus year history, a veteran coming out of the service who doesn't use up all their benefits, say, in the first 15 years, will still be able to access those benefits later on in life. Say, if there is a desire to get more education, more training, or even to change a career, they can go back and use up any benefits that still remain in their account. Now, I I would point out for the listeners that this is available for veterans who separated from military service on or after the 1st of January 2013. So that's an important date. You had to have separated on or after um, military service on or after January 1st, 2013. Um, But for those who meet that criterion and are eligible for the Forever GI Bill, they now have the rest of their lives to access any benefits uh, that still remain in their account. So let's say, for example, um, a young woman comes out of the Army and gets an associate's degree in nursing, completes that program, say, over the course of a couple of years, and then maybe 15 years later wants to uh, improve and become a nurse anesthetist, well, that requires a master's degree. Well, now with the Forever GI Bill, if she hasn't used up all of her benefits, she can go back to school at age 40 or 50 if she has remaining benefits and apply those GI Bill benefits to, say, become a nurse anesthetist. It is a really wonderful opportunity for our veterans to keep up to par, to develop themselves personally and professionally, to provide for their families. I can't say enough about this wonderful benefit, the the new Forever GI Bill for those student veterans who separated after the 1st of January 2013. Now, Bob, does any of these uh, benefits, can they be applied towards a spouse? Yes, exactly right, Gary. Um, The surviving spouses and their children uh, who first become eligible for the post-9-11 GI Bill on, on or after that same date, so the 1st of January 2013, so you had to first become eligible as a survivor or as a dependent of someone who was killed or died in the line of duty, uh, if, if your eligibility began on or after the 1st of January 2013, you also now have a lifetime to use up your new GI Bill benefits. Can't beat that. No, you cannot beat that. It's... Uh, <laughs> I mean, frankly, everybody in, as Bill knows, everybody in the military and veterans community are just so grateful. You know, we complain and we gripe a lot about Congress being dysfunctional, but I have to say on this forever GI Bill legislation that they passed last summer, there is tremendous goodness and there was a lot of bipartisan support both sides of the aisle. 
This is what, frankly, we need in a lot of other different areas, but we're very pleased and many, every veterans group out there is very pleased to see that they came together, uh, they did the right thing, they are supporting our veterans. This Forever GI Bill is a tremendous step forward to help our veterans achieve their dreams and their goals in civilian life once they've completed their service. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Bob Norton, with Veterans Education Success. Bob, why don't you tell us? I know there's a lot more to this, but uh, you have some additional provisions you want to just inform our listeners about. Sure. Thanks, Gary. I'd be happy to. So the Forever GI Bill, as I mentioned, was passed last summer. It has a couple of additional measures in it that are very important to our veteran community out there. I'll just highlight a few of them. Sure. So, for example, if you were injured or became ill as a reserve uh, member or a member of the National Guard, after September 11, 2001, before the Forever GI Bill, any time you spent getting medical care or rehabilitation, say, at Walter Reed, any of that time spent in medical hold, as we call it, didn't count for acquiring GI Bill eligibility. Now it does. That's a big deal for wounded, ill, and injured National Guard and Reserve members who were called up 
on active duty after September 11th. Now, that new provision goes into effect this coming August 1st, 2018, but it's retroactive all the way back to September 11th, 2001. Another really important provision are for our Purple Heart heroes. If you were awarded a Purple Heart in service after September 11th, 2001, uh, no matter how long you served before you were awarded the Purple Heart, let's say you you were on active duty and you served two years and you were uh, wounded in combat and awarded the Purple Heart, well, you'd get under the current rules, you'd get two years of GI Bill entitlement. Well, now that's all changed. Uh, Beginning this August, if you have a Purple Heart that was awarded after September 10th, 2001, you get the full 100% GI Bill entitlement for, in other words, 36 months of benefits. Another important change is Uh, what's called, it it sounds a little wonky, but it's called the consolidation of benefits, but I'll I'll kind of boil it down, I think, to its essence. What it means is that uh, if you serve on active duty called up, this is especially for the reserve and the guard, if you were called up for 90 days but less than six months, under the old rules, you got 40% of the new GI Bill. Now, with this change, you get 50%, 50% of the new GI Bill for 90 days up to six months of service on active duty. So these are uh, really important changes, and I'll just mention one uh, last very important change. Members, again, of the Reserve and National Guard who are called up for major natural disasters like Hurricane Katrina or Sandy. Um, Previously, those call-ups didn't qualify for the GI Bill. Now, going forward, they will qualify. And there is one other one that applies to the Reserve and the National Guard veterans who served on active duty. There's a new category where the Pentagon and the services can call up the Reserve and National Guard for what they call pre-planned and budgeted missions. Those missions used to not qualify for the new GI Bill. Now they will qualify. So once again, this evens the playing field for our great Reserve and National Guard veterans who are part of the fight, who are every bit involved Uh, in supporting and working with and carrying out operational missions. So there's a lot more in this this program, uh, this Forever GI Bill, uh, but it's safe to say that it is a wonderful upgrade, a wonderful addition to the post-9-11 GI Bill. All right. Now, we only have a couple minutes left, Bob, and it was a pleasure having you on the show. What we'd like to do is have you back when the things are changing again or, or new benefits are uh, you know, coming about. Just let us know so we can get you back on the show. Okay? Thank you very much, Gary. It would be my honor. All right. Now, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing, Bob? 
Well, first of all, um, as a veteran myself, I just want to say it's an honor and a privilege to support and help our great young American veterans. Um, we, and I personally urge and everyone who is eligible for the new GI Bill, take advantage of this great benefit. Many, many studies have been done that indicate wow. that if you use the GI Bill, you're going to be much more successful. Uh, you will make a more successful transition and readjustment back to civilian life, and you don't have to use it just for college. You can use it for training. I'd also like to say that if you are having problems, if you feel like you've been bilked, if you've been defrauded in using your GI Bill benefits, get in touch with us at Veterans Education Success, all one word, veteranseducationsuccess.org, and get in touch with our two young um, veterans out there, Tyson, T-Y-S-O-N, at veteranseducationsuccess.org, and Sean, that's S-E-A-N, Sean, at veteranseducationsuccess.org. Uh, take advantage of the new GI Bill, now the forever GI Bill. You've served. You've earned it. It's a great opportunity for you and your family. If you're a little nervous about starting out, going to school, look at what you've accomplished on active duty. You've done great things. Take advantage of the new GI Bill. Start small. Maybe go to a community college. Take a course or two. Uh, you know, meet with the counselors. Join a Student Veterans of America chapter, and you'll find lots of support and help along the way to make the journey a promising one for your future. All right. And Bill? Well, Bob, thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, most of all, thank you for your committed and dedicated service to this great country of ours and, uh, and your continued service to our men and women. You know, we in the veterans community can assist each other in achieving our successes for the future. Thanks again, sir. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate it, and thank you for your service as well. Thank you. Thank you. And if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7. And you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Be safe out there. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation thanks to you.